Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games for the Game Pass Collection. Bring you three new perspectives of regular skill range. I'm the farmer of this episode. With me, the farmhand that reeks of manure, Keith. Hello. And of course, the wonderful farmer's wife, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week, Liz picked the game because she really wanted to play Coral Island. Oh, yeah, I did pick it. Yes, you did. <laughs> By Stairway Games. Coral Island is a cozy farming management game where you are playing a new farmer on an island and you are farming up the land, trying to repair this island because it recently got devastated from a recent oil flooding from the evil company Pufferfish. So you as the new farmer, of course, is trying to make some money, make some crops, fix the island. Essentially, if you have played Stardew Valley, you got to check out Coral Island. Okay, it's it's like... Exactly the same here, but we're, we're going to get into this. Uh, Liz, I'm going to have you just start. Gamer Pass, was this was Coral Island worth people's time? I mean, we're starting off strong. It's a definite game for me. Uh, I do think right now it's very buggy. And so, like, there are some events and stuff that you, you can't really complete. And it can be a little frustrating. But it is so much like Stardew. It's like I, I don't never know like how much is too much copying. I know. This <laughs> game is like it's I think it's a little over the line. There are some things that are different. Um and they added like their own twist to that type of story and stuff. But it's like I also kind of feel bad giving it a game almost because I almost feel bad for Stardew because it's so similar. But it is so fun. I put a billion hours in a Stardew, and I still am obsessed with this game. Like, I thought I'd get, like, bored of it because of how much I did Stardew, but it's uh, at least new enough that it's, you know, keeping my interest. Well, I'm jumping off of what you're saying there. And uh, so for me, this is a definite game. And I'm going to say, Liz, like, no, you should not feel bad. So, yeah, Core Island, like, I agree, Liz. Like, it is very, very close to Stardew Valley. Like, some of the stuff they have in this, you could almost argue, could be plagiarism. But, I mean, and they're not bashful of the fact that they are copying off Stardew Valley. There's even, like, an homage to the creator of Stardew Valley, who he goes by Concerned Ape. In the game, there is a vendor called Concerned Monkey. So, clearly kind of a Easter egg to the creator of Stardew Valley. But, yeah, essentially this Stairway Games was like, hey, copy Stardew Valley. And then that's our building block. And then we're going to add our own little stuff to it. But they added quite a bit. You know, Stardew Valley was in production for years. Where it's at now is a very significant game. When it first came out, it people probably don't remember. Me and you, Liz, we played this Stardew, uh, Stardew Valley at the beginning. And it was pretty bare bones. But Core Island is not. So And yes. it makes a lot of it easier. Like yes. it makes like, yes, yes. I mean, even just traveling around and things like that. So they, they definitely um, up to, you get so much done faster. Yeah. But yeah, Core Island for me is a definite game. Especially if you like Stardew Valley. You know, you will love this. Uh, I know a lot of people's big complaint about Stardew Valley is they just didn't know what to do. Like, they found it confusing. So, segue. Keith, you were not in our Stardew Valley episode because we had our wonderful guest, Dave and Amber. So, did you ever play Stardew Valley? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, nowhere near the level that you guys have played Stardew Valley by any means. But I would even venture to bet, if I were, if I were to look at it, I, I would bet I've put well over even 20 hours into stardew valley in in some capacity over the years it's it's and it's a game that i've loved i 
I really I like the concept and the the style and the the cozy kind of laid back atmosphere of it and leading into Coral Island where you guys have already said it it really is it's it's Stardew Valley um kind of with an oceanic theme but really yep. not cuz it's still farming um and fishing exists in every video game so that's not really something you would expect but all in all I, and, I, and just like Stardew, I did not put the hours into this game that I think you guys did. But I oh, do, we put a lot. <laughs> but I still think it's a game. Now, I, it's not a game that I dive into and I, I bite into the way that you guys do because overall the genre, I don't struggle with it. I just, I, I don't excel in it and we'll we'll talk about it um and it's weird and it's weird to say i don't excel in it because you kind of can't fail it's a no fail game but yeah um i i don't i don't manage well i guess is the the ultimate thing that i'm getting at so it is a game it's fun and if you've never played either I still think I would say play Stardew Valley because, as you guys both said, it's in just I don't know. I don't even remember what it was like when it started, but I know that it's in a place now where it's a very, very playable game, and I think it's on Game Pass still, right? It is. I don't so, think it's been removed yet. It should still be there. So I, I don't know. I think if you haven't played either, play Stardew Valley. But if you have played Stardew Valley and you're looking for a good itch, I, I absolutely think Coral Island. It just even on the graphic change alone is worth a check. If you like the style and you've already played Stardew Valley. Yeah, totally agree. But yeah, so let's get into the story of Coral Island. Oh, so, stop me. If you've heard this one before, you inherited uh, uh, the farm from your grandpa. Uh, it's a bit different this time, Keith. I knew you were going to yeah, mention this. Yeah, every I swear every management game is always just like, yeah, your, grand, your grandparent or whatever relative died. There's your farmland. Okay, did you actually inherit, though? I, I couldn't remember exactly how it started. I don't. I think you just moved back. I think you lived here. You're the only person on this island who owns <clears> land. <throat> uh, everyone else lives in a hotel. Okay, yeah. other a majority than the, of the people. Other that. than rich people, it's this is not meant to be a wealthy island. You were a homeowner on this land. You didn't just buy this. You inherited it. That's, but okay, but that's I, what I, happened. May, you may not notice, you may, but uh, your grandparents are not dead. They're actually still alive in this game. They send you letters, giving you updates on the family. Oh, that is true. Well, still, they yeah. give it to you then. Is yeah, what, that is true. Still you, you still inherit a farmland, yes. <laughs> but yeah, you, you, so the story, as you kind of said, you know, even the story is very copy and paste a little bit of Stardew Valley. You know, you inherit this farmland. You, you're sick of the hustle and bustle of city life. So off to Coral Island you go. And, you know. As I said, there was an oil spill that recently happened, and it just devastated the island. You know, this town used to be a huge tourist attraction. It was making tons of money, po very popular beach, and now it's just wrecked. You know, nobody visits it anymore. The town's gone to, to just a complete dump, and the evil corporation Pufferfish is an oil company that caused this devastation, and they're trying to find a way to basically kick out the mayor, take over the town, and do their evil corporate stuff. So, which is, you know, very much, if you've played Stardew Valley, it's very similar. The only difference, though, I don't think you can side with the evil corporation in this one. In Stardew Valley, you actually could with which uh, Jojo Mart. But in this one, nah, yeah, they're just evil. But, of course, I always think it's fun in these games. Like, like in, in uh, Stardew Valley, I, I thought you could uh, side with the company in this one. 
But they make the company just so blatantly evil. And it was just like, there's no way I could side with them. It was the same with like Stardew Valley. It's like, no one sides with Jojo Mart because they're just so stinking evil. It's like, why do you made to make them? But yeah. Uh, but there actually is a bit more to the story as well. You know, there is a lot of spiritual aspects in this game. There is an island goddess who, you know, because of this devastation has lost her power. So you're trying to heal the island so she can return. And of course, there's also some merfolk that are don't trust the land dwellers that you need to gain their trust. But uh, Liz is a big Stardew Valley person. Does the story hook you any different from Stardew? Mm, not really. So it's hard because I mean in Stardew they have like the the wizard, the the whole yeah, witch and aspect, and here the we have little sprites called Jujus. Was that what they were called? Something like that. But yeah. and then here we have the giants and the mer people. Yeah. So it's it's kind of similar. I haven't gotten to know the characters as well. There's so much to do when you first start this game, yeah. and I kind of push that. I love Betty though. I think that Betty is like the main thing that I'm invested in in this game. <laughs> I'm invested um, in Betty. Yes, I'm invested in our friendship. She's, she's the old lady. I oh, I had a so nana nice. named Betty, and like I, I and Betty. she was the the nana that I always spent time with. And then there's this like older woman named Betty, and I can't. <laughs> but yeah, so as, I, I remember as soon as you saw her, you're like Betty, and you're like, I need to give her presents. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think I've gone as invested because i haven't developed the friendships yet hmm. so i think that will happen because I, I, that's the thing with stardew it's like you, you know you love certain people you, you can also build romantic relationships yep um which immediately there's this guy that is just so rude to me and andrew's like oh wait no like he he gets better and i'm just like i i don't know i i don't know do you guys have any romantic interest in the game yet i did what about you keith you did Past tense? Um, oh, no, I, I guess I still do. I mean, I guess. But I want to hear keys. Because I remember the last time we had a game with uh, romantic options was my time in Porsche. So it's yeah. been a while. And you picked the worst person. <laughs> you say that. You say that. I don't remember the names. Um, <clears throat> I know there was the twins that ran the inn. And uh, what was it? The, the food truck? No, the twins. They ran the inn. Uh, Sookie and Alice. Alice. Yes, Alice. Yep, and then... Uh, well, you're into both of them? I mean, whichever one would really give me the time of day. Honestly. See, I learned my lesson to uh, not marry a twin. Uh, wow! <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but so... If we're going to kind of dip our toes into a little bit of gameplay. Now... I, as I said, I think I probably only pay, played 10, 11-ish hours. So I was into summer. I was summer in summer. A note about me and the style I play of these games. It's, it's not that there's too much to do and that it's overwhelming and I don't know what's going on. I know everything that I'm supposed to do. I don't know how to focus on all of them at the same time. So basically my first month, I spent the majority collecting bugs. I <laughs> So you didn't uh, even start farming? I did some farming. Oh, I did. Because, uh, well, we'll talk about that. But I did do some farming. Um, but I, <clears throat> I got to like level 30 in the dungeon, I think. Um, got pretty far within the diving. 
But I don't think I made a single friend. I got one heart because <laughs> I, I got something for somebody. But I but all that to say is that I do a lot of things, but I don't do little bits of everything all together because I don't do okay. well of keeping track of like, oh, it's this person's birthday. Because then I have to track that person down and I'll spend like half of my day tracking that person down. And then I don't know how to spend the rest of my day. So I basically commit every day to doing like one task. Like today's going to be a dungeon day and I'm going to go there just about until I pass out and then I'm going to come home. Tomorrow's going to be a farming day and then the next day is going to be a people day. I don't I don't multitask well in in these styles of games. And this Wait. is where I go so in, in perilously slow almost. Ah, oh, Keith, you should have talked to me earlier. So you you got to summer because you you just got the achievement because I, I checked the achievements earlier today and then today again because I knew um, I just, thought Andrew had gotten some. Just you one. just shipped a hundred <laughs> crops and you're in summer. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that that's really? pretty inefficient. That's what, like, how are you making your money? Uh, just selling whatever I can find: bugs? scraps, <laughs> bugs, flowers. Trust That's me, really I, I did, did, and this is the thing. Like when you asked me earlier, Andrew, you were like, "Oh, did you did you play this?" I have. I re- legitimately have put a lot of hours into this game. I am just so horribly inefficient. But the one thing that I will say about this style of or this genre, because there's a lot of genres like survival horror. I don't manage well with it. I get frustrated. I get bored. I don't with this style. I. Like, I won't fully dive into it the way that you guys do, but I can easily sit down and play for an hour or two and enjoy my time with it. And I like it because I can always come back to it. And it's like it's just a very relaxed, no pressure style of gameplay. So I, I have plenty of beginner tips here. I'm going to sprinkle throughout the episode. But since you mentioned it, Keith, uh, my first one, it's very important. So as I said, you know, the Coral Island does so well. It has so many quality of life improvements that it took a long time for Stardew Valley to come out with. So I remember one of the biggest complaints of Stardew Valley is, yes, it's someone's birthday. I'm going to give them a present. Where the heck are they? I don't know where they are. And you spend, as Keith is here, apparently spending all day just looking for this NPC. And Coral Island, the map, first of all, will show you in real time where people are. So you can just, you can scour the map, which pauses the game time, look for the person is, but there's actually an easier way. If you actually open the relationship tab where it lists all the characters you met and you click on that person's player card and you hit right stick. Uh, it's a different button on PC. We obviously played on console, but at, at the very bottom of the screen, it even tells you this. It says hit the right stick and it'll actually open the map and show you directly where that person is. Incredibly easy and super uh-huh. convenient. Anytime I'm doing a quest and you're trying to turn in that errand, I just open that player's card, click the right stick. There he is. It's, it's so nice. So, that is going to be my first tip. I have plenty of more because there's a good amount of stuff that this game doesn't quite tell you that just makes things so much easier. I did know you yeah. could see them on the map, but I didn't mm-hmm. know you could have that like quick find feature. That's super yeah. nifty. I, I had to teach Liz it like three times because she Yeah, forget. I kept forgetting. <laughs> but yeah, looking at Andrew play, he's ridiculously efficient. Yeah. Where I feel like we're, we're all like different levels. I feel like I'm in the middle where I'm... I like the multitasking aspect, but there's sometimes where it's just like, I want to do everything at once. So it's like, you know, I need um, the kelp in order to make sprinklers because I just want farming to be easier so I don't have to focus on it. But then at the same time, it's like, well, I'm down there with my 
what's the scythe? Yep. I, I always second guess how to say that. But then I'm like, well, I want to upgrade that. Which well, actually, it's a sickle. A, a scythe is a longer handle. But anyway, tomato, tomato. Well, yeah, what, whatever <laughs> it is. Um, actually, so then, I don't think it's listed as scythe. Anyway. It is, it is listed as a scythe. Yeah, so then I want to get the oars. And then, of course, you know, you want to give... <laughs> you knocked over your phone. <laughs> you want to give gifts people. And fishing. I, I think the fishing... I don't. I, I want to say it's a little better. Lame. It is, but at the same time, like with with Stardew, I felt like you were more likely to lose the fish. Yeah, yeah, um, it was harder. But one thing that I think that this game does not do is great. It is the the biggest hang up that I have with this game. It's the mines. Yeah. The monsters are so easy. And well, the mines are fine. It's the combat that kind of sucks. Well, no, because it's all of it for me. No, that's true. Because I feel like you know exactly what you're gonna get when you go into each level, and so like with Stardew, you had days where like, oh, today is a lucky day versus unlucky day. But for me, like going down, it's like I know there's probably gonna be like four or five things with the with the ores, maybe a vein. Um, there's barely any gems. I'm on like the third mine um, area, uh, and the combat, like you don't even really have to worry about getting injured at all. So I just think. Overall, the mining it just is not as fun. I yeah. want a, a little bit of a challenge. Yeah, like I, the, it's the good mines that are a little it's, boring. Yeah, it's accessible, but at the same time, it's like, well, make it harder <laughs> when you go down. Like, I want to be able to, you know, find like a a better weapon and um, or buy one. So, because they have that whole like, what not, is guild the right word? Yeah, no, it was a guild. They have this like I think hideout. it was called like Band of Smiles. It was a really dumb name for the guild. Yeah, and there's a hideout, and there's people that fight monsters down there and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like there isn't enough of that. Um, same with like I don't even think they have like the the board that do they that tells you how many monsters you killed. No, but it does keep track. Uh, you can actually there is your player card, and it'll actually keep track of how many monsters of what type of monster you killed. Yeah, as a whole bestiary. That's what it actually it is. Uh, but no, it doesn't give you like rewards for it. Uh, but Liz, to go back though, you never said who you were trying to romance. I don't Betty? know. See, <laughs> no, no, you unfortunately can't romance any old people in this game. Oh. I feel like there's a lot of there's there's a lot of cool people. I yeah. you know like Pablo, he um, does a lot of community service. Um, he volunteers for everything. But then at the same time, it's like I love Alice. She um, loves to read and she believes in aliens, which I'm not saying I believe in aliens. I'm like, you but know, she's kooky. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. I feel like we would have a lot to talk about. <laughs> and then um, I also like Andrew pointed out they have um, her twin sister, which uh, she's single because she's divorced, right? Yeah, she's a single mother. And a lot of people online are like praising the game because it shows that she has stretch marks, which I thought yeah. was really cool. Um, so I, I don't know. I feel like I talk to the ladies more. But uh, I don't know. See, this is one thing I, I think Coral Island does better than Stardew. Like, it, Stardew's not bad, but I feel like half of the NPCs in Stardew I could care less about. Specifically the guys. I felt like they were all just, like, one was emo. One was just kind of a jerk. One was a jock. Like, they were just really kind of generic, and I just didn't care for them. Even, even some of the females. Like, But in Coral Island, there is a significant amount of people... I want to say you have like 24 options of romance and there's like 30 something citizens that you just become friends with. And 
they're all majority of them are actually very interesting. They all are very unique in their kind of own style, you know, and what job they're doing and their appearance, you know, like you have a girl who's having the computers, you have one who's having the volleyball, you know, Alice, who's a big reader. Yeah. There's just it, like, I felt like the cast was quite diverse and it was actually, I found it the, cause like the overall story in Koran, as I said, it's, it's pretty generic, but I was enjoying like the characters stories when, you know, when you get enough hearts for them, like in the Stardew Valley, you every once in a while will stumble upon a cutscene and you kind of learn more about these characters and their problems and their issues. And it was actually pretty entertaining. But uh, yeah, my romance choice was Chime. I think her name was Chime. C H A E M. I don't oh, know how it's pronounced. Yeah. But she was the jock. She was the volleyball. I, uh, the volleyball jock. But I actually, I liked her because she first was kind of like rude to you at first. But then as I like uncovered more of her story, she was, she reminded me of like, she was a jock who was just taking too much on her shoulders. She was the team captain and was bringing everyone to the playoffs. And she relied, you know, she expected everyone to like, you know, follow her lead. And she felt like, you know, she needed a lead by example. I, I felt her story was kind of complex. And I was like, and she was easy to romance because she liked pizza. So I was like, cool, I'll just buy you a slice of pizza. and Easy way to get hearts. I haven't gotten to know her at all, but I do think it's funny that she is the complete opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why I was like, when I was picking, I first originally picked Alice. I was like, ah, she's a twin. Been there, done that. You said you yeah. thought she was boring. I actually did. I, I was like, because every time I kept talking to her, she just, she never really said anything that interesting. Yeah, she said she reads and that she helps with the end. But I was like, okay, what else? Like, what else is going on with you? Uh, I didn't mean to, but I was very close to romancing Sookie, the the single mother. I felt like I would just like give her a piece of broccoli and she would get like three hearts. And I was like, okay, apparently like, I don't know what I'm doing, but she, at any time I felt like every other day she was liking me more and more. Um, but no, the characters I overall were just a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, I want to go back to you a little bit too, as you said with the minds, Liz, the minds are pretty disappointing comparative to Stardew Valley. Cause I do remember in Stardew Valley. Well, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword because nothing was more frustrating in Stardew Valley than dying in the mines. And you would lose part of your items and a certain amount of money, end your day, and it was just like such a pain No, in you the could butt. start the day over. Yeah, you could, I guess, cheat that way. But it was just, I don't know. At least in this, I felt it was pretty efficient. I felt like I only needed to hit a couple ore and it would give you a significant amount of the resource you need to like start creating bars and upgrading your items and stuff like that. So I really liked that. But also what I liked about it is like as generic as the mines were, they kind of doubled it by also giving you diving, which is relatively similar to the mines, except there's no enemies and it's just, you're still kind of the same task of you're at the bottom of the ocean. You're clearing out trash. You're looking for an item to open up the next area, which is very similar to how the mines work. But I, I liked it. The, the mines in the diving are very tedious, but I did not get bored with them at all. But for me, like the the big thing is with Stardew, when you go to the mines, every once in a while you'll get to a floor and you're like, yes. Like you see like all the gems and you see that there's a bunch more ore. But so, then you get to a monster floor. And those, then you're like, oh. Yeah, but it costs less to do the stairs in Stardew, right? Because I think it's like $199 for this game and $99 for Stardew, right? I don't know. You would know. Better than I would. You, you play, I you might be wrong with that, but I think it takes more stone in this game. But also, like, I mean, 
Yeah, I just, I, I, it lacks like the excitement for me. But the diving, I do really like, especially because you kind of, you don't really fish, you use a net, but you're, you're getting creatures and stuff down there. Yeah. Uh, so, and for me, like, it's also like you're, you're kind of trying to clear the path as it comes. And so I, I think the diving is a bit more fun than the mines in this game, huh? which is weird because I don't like being underwater in games, but. <laughs> Same. I always hate underwater levels. So it's funny you say that because I had this whole thought in my head as I was doing the diving it was that this is really cool. And, and I think this is a, a neat aspect in addition to the game. And I do still think it's a unique addition. But where I'm kind of torn is that outside of it just being a unique environment, all you're doing is walking around for the most part with a sickle, clearing things out, yeah. which is what I did on my farm clearing out grass (laughs) and garbage and other things and in particular i'm just hunting for one of those things to hopefully drop a a thing now did i still kind of like it yes i'm not even knocking on it i just when i think about it a little bit it's actually not that fun I mean, well, when you think about just about any cozy game, this is, this you, is fair. I, I will yeah. give you that. The base gameplay of any cozy game is tedium. You're you're collecting things, you're clearing things, and that's it. But it, it's that just endorphin spike you get of just like seeing the satisfaction of like your work. I mean, you could kind of argue with like looter shooters of you fighting the same boss over and over again, hoping to get that gun you were looking for. So, I mean. But it's just the fact that there's so much to collect, so much to explore in Coral Island that it just, it hooked me. Because I, I totally understand where you didn't do well, Keith, of like your farming. Because yeah, as you mentioned, there's bugs you got to catch. There's fish you got to catch. You know, you got to do the diving. You got to do the binding. You know, you got to work on the goddess temple. You have to work on the relationships. You have to work on your farm. You have to clear your farm. Like... There's just so many. And then there's all the festivals, which has multiple mini games to it. There, there's just, there's a lot to do in Kohler Island. And I loved it. There's also like little side things too that help you. So for instance, like when you get the um, kelp essence and the fossils, then you you do stuff with the lab as well. Yep. Yeah. There's um, a museum you build up. Yeah. And so like the fossils, you, you uncover what those are and, and you can donate those. But yeah. And then you're also like, you're using the kelp essence to get like better quality crops. And so even like stuff like that, just keeps adding to like how much you're doing. The fast travel makes that so much easier yeah. though. Because you, yeah, you get a fast travel pretty early. Yeah, especially compared to Stardew. And there's so many places that you can fast travel to. So I'm in the first year. I'm at the very end of fall. Like, I think I have... I'm on the last day of fall. So winter's tomorrow. I'm so excited. Um, (laughs) Well, you you make up a point. So you're you're excited for winter. This is how I know, like, Coral Island's a really good game and has a lot to do. I remember in Stardew Valley, I hated winter. Because all you could do was essentially was the mines. That was it. It's a mining day or fishing. And like, that was it. And I just remember being like, it's winter. I just want to blow through this. I was I was going to bed at like noon just to end the day. You know, if you get the greenhouse, you could do some farming, but it was very little to do. In this, I was super busy the entire month of winter and it was awesome. I loved winter. It, it was, it really pushed 
me, all my researching. There's so much more to research and to unlock and to gather resources. I, yeah, it just, it hooked me. I, I, I love the winter. I also like too. I went to the furniture place, which I haven't really done much with my house except for change design, <laughs> um, because I've been so busy. Like yeah. I want to, but looking at like the outdoor furniture stuff that you can do, like there is so many ways yes. to make your farm beautiful. And I want to um, say that I think that there's a really cool um, feature, uh, not feature, like graphically they show like, a crow come when you like because I I have like one line. That doesn't have the scarecrow, but I'm like, eh, might as well wait. The crow comes, and when he leaves, there's little crow prints, and it's so cute. I'm like, I don't care that you just stole <laughs> my plant. Yes, and I also remember too in Stardew. Another thing that they they took from Stardew is like, you know, there's an earthquake in the middle of the night, or your crops grow fra- uh, faster in the middle of the night, and so it's even little things like that that they take from Stardew. Oh yeah, that oh, yeah. kind of like blows my mind. That's like you did oh, that too. There's, there's even some quest in Stardew Valley. The mayor is loses his shorts in Coral Island. The mayor loses his hat. So it's like there's like oh quest. I haven't gotten that. Is it yeah. in a, a lady's house? I haven't found it yet. I didn't look it up yet. You should check the ladies' houses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Yeah, mayor. But uh, it's in Betty's house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, I, I go Betty. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no, you mentioned something else, but it brought up something I want to talk about, and that is I love the customization in this game. In Stardew Valley, you know, it's very pixelated graphics, so the graphics aren't as good. But in this, it's very three D. You know, really nicely done. You can customize so much in this game, and I loved it. You know, as Liz was saying, there's outdoor furniture. Like you can create full on gazebos, archways. Like, and when you go to the shop, it actually has a, like a whole palette of what, this is what it looks like in a farm. This is how you could set it up. There's different themes, modern, like rustic, you know, country, your character too. You could buy tons of different clothes. You can change how your house looks. I love the customization in this game. There's a lot of good praise with this game. And I'm finding that like, I'm, I'm not as efficient as you are, but having played Stardew, like I, I feel like I've learned a lot. And so I'm progressing faster than I did with Stardew. And so where I'm at now, I'm like, I actually do have a bunch of money where like I can upgrade things if I want. And um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I know things are going to cost more money later on and I should, you know, not be too, too spendy. <laughs> but um, yeah, save your money for winter. Yeah. I, I had like 60k when I got in a winter and I blew it all within like a week. Well, because it's like I want to upgrade my yeah. my barn because I didn't want to focus on animals right away because you have to like pet them every day to, to make them happy. Ugh. And then you have Pay to like collect to everything. Yeah. And then it's like, I want to be at the mines, you know? Um, I wouldn't feel that way if they were real farm animals. Like if I lived on a farm, you say I'd that. be like, come give me a- <laughs> Why? You don't like farm animals? I don't know. But don't if you had to pet any. the animal every day. I, I would love individually. It. I, I mean, have a have a smaller farm. I wouldn't have like five <laughs> cows, five sheep, five chickens. They aren't. Free. And I also love the name customization for the animals too. So, um, which Andrew was telling me that um, you can name them anything. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, if you're very immature like me, uh, this is. I, I really like this in this game, but there is no language filter. At all. So uh, if you really want to be immature with your character name, your pet names, this game lets you do it. Uh, I remember in Stardew, even when it first came out, I remember it being pretty heavy with like editing your name. Like if you did something inappropriate, it would just put stars on it. 
Not in this game. In this game, you can do whatever you want. You tried a bunch. I did. I uh, more tried to to be like, you know, not do bad words. <laughs> but like I did for my sheep. I was experimenting to um, see if I had limits. Bart, but it's like Bart. <laughs> um, stuff like that. But yeah, I was very surprised at the things oh, that you tried that you could do. Way cheekier and funnier. Well, I mean, I did, so I didn't get, I didn't ever owned any animals. I couldn't, couldn't get up enough money there because um, <laughs> I was not <clears throat> farming appropriately. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I had actually, I, I forgot, I had shared it in our Discord. I forgot that I had named my town Penisburg. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so. <laughs> I like opened up one of the menus and I was looking at it and it and it just that came up on my screen. It was a it was a very pleasant surprise. I laughed to myself because again, very mature, very very mature. So uh, I went a little more tame with my character name and I named him Fartface, which is actually pretty funny because I also did like capital letters. So it actually looks like people are just like dissing me whenever they call to me, screaming like "Hey, Fartface!" Fart <laughs> See, I did my usual tulip. Um, cause I never know what to name my character, but I did be, I, and this is before, I think you actually suggested it. I could be wrong, but before I even saw Betty, I named my farm Alfalfa Farms yeah, I because it. I used to drive by Alfalfa Farms with my Nana all the time, Yep. which yeah, my Nana's name, Aww. Betty. See, Nana I thought, Betty. I thought there was going to be more boating in this game. So I originally named my farm Boats and Hose. Because it plays for farming and fishing. <laughs> I also wanted to bring up, too, so with the farm animals, you can also get a horse. And I, Andrew brought up a good point where I feel like you wouldn't need one. Yeah. And actually, when because you, when you're walking around, you're also collecting bugs and stuff. I feel like it would kind of hinder you. So I wonder if the horse is just for, like, roaming around the farm. Because, yeah, I don't think I would want to use it. Maybe. I, I mean, it specifically says the horse helps with uh, travel. So that's as far as I can tell. I think that's what the only horse is for is to just make you go faster. I mean, maybe you're not really too concerned with catching bugs by the time you get the horse for travel, or when you use the horse, you're just not really thinking much about it. But I can see where. Sure. I don't. Did you get one? Is it is it easy to no. dismount it? Maybe it's not a very difficult thing, or you can catch from the horse. Who knows? Ooh. Like drive by butterfly snaggings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, Speaking of the map, though, Liz, I know, you know you obviously played a lot of Stardew Valley. How does this map compare? It's very similar. <laughs> you think so? It's very I mean, the small way that it's in comparison, like, isn't it? I think it's bigger. Well, I think it's, it feels bigger, but I'm, and and also like with Stardew, like it actually doesn't line up geographically. So, like you know, for instance, like you walk towards the edge um, of the screen. And, like, if it was a real life, it would not match up with where it was on the map. It would be, like, too long or too short. Like I, Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I so with, yeah. with this one, I didn't immediately find that at all. But I think it, it's – oh, my gosh, I love the map. It's so easy to um, to just get wherever you want to go. It's Did you have a hard time navigating? Um, you always struggle with navigation. I, the, do you know what? Everything is on me with that. Because, for instance, like the carpenter, I would keep thinking it was like where the vineyard was. But that's just my bad memory. And I feel like right now I have like a, a good idea. So you found that easier to learn. Yeah, but I also just like I love walking around and collecting the different things. So I feel like I, you know, I, it started easier. 
to because it's I, it does it is smaller. And it's and, loading screens for sections. Well, this is just all one map. And also, there's just more on the screen. Uh, you know, the the different foliage and you know the carpentry place has a bunch of stuff outside of it. There's a recycling center which I'll accidentally go down to sometimes. <laughs> There's just a lot more, so it's it started to be easier to navigate, but I definitely think they did a great job with it. I was just thinking something about it that I completely forgot. Overall, <laughs> no, I and, and I don't know, and I could be wrong, but I felt I still felt like it was smaller, and I think part of that has to do with the fast travel, and I know you guys talked about it a little bit already, but being able to just bounce around and to, I mean, in most cases, pretty specific places in the map that you wanted to be or needed to be just made it feel like, I don't know, I didn't spend a lot of time tra- traversing the map. I'd, I don't think I got lost. I would go the wrong way and be like, ah, oh, crap. But it's one of those things that, like Liz said, almost with the recycling center, sometimes you just turn down and go, oh, well, no, I meant to go down the next one. And I don't know, what did I lose? 20 seconds of, of time. It's not like it was And this Betty's big... down there a lot. What's Say that? hi to her. Oh, okay. Betty's down there a lot, so you can say <laughs> hi to her. All right, what's up, Betty? But yeah, it just it, overall, I didn't think it was like I was getting lost. I would just take the wrong turn occasionally, and then I would just pull up the map and and recorrect if I needed to, or fast travel for the most part. Yeah. See, all right. So for me, as I said, I I like this map a lot. I thought it's well designed. At first, when I first started playing this game, I thought it was a little confusing, but. Once you really start to remember landmarks, as you know, my two co-hosts are saying, I thought it was very easy to navigate. But there's a lot of, so I have completed one year, and there's still a lot of different paths that look kind of incomplete. I know there's some other things I can unlock, but it definitely looks like they are setting up to expand this game significantly. Like there was actually one area I, I knocked a rock down, and it brings you up this mountain, and when you get to the top, there's nothing there. But it definitely looks incomplete because there's like a bush that's floating improperly. Like it's just and it just looks flat. So I could definitely tell that they're setting this area up for later content to come out. And, you know, there's a whole underwater area. Eventually you meet some mermaids and they have a whole kingdom. They even give you a place to live. But from where I'm at at the moment, there's not too much to do down there. I know there's some shops that you can unlock later. But it's it to me, once again, feels like they're setting up for more significant content down the road. So that's what I like is that I feel like this map is really well designed and set up for a lot more possibilities. Like I'm pretty sure there is a, you know, in Stardew Valley, you unlock the desert, which has a harder dungeon. And I'm pretty sure you can get this as well in Coral Island. Uh, You just have to unlock a lot of things in the temple, which I'm close at, but not quite there. But yeah, so I, I really like the design of the map and graphically it's really good. But uh, I forgot to mention, I had another pro tip for the mines. I don't know if you noticed this, Keith, but I pointed this out to Liz. But whenever you're doing the mines, uh, if you look on the ground, you will see a slight crack in the ground that kind of looks like a spider web, and it's a actual ore vein. You just got to hit it with your pickaxe, and it starts to spread out, and eventually you get a big mother load of ore. So always look on the ground for these little cracks. I have a noob tip. Ooh. Um, because I, I'm just putting it out there because I always forgot to do it. And you were always saying, Liz, you have a skill point. <laughs> um, and so we didn't talk about that, right? No, not yet. Yeah. So you, the different things like with farming, mining, fishing, yeah. uh, if you do it enough, you get a skill point. And so like, sometimes it's like, you'll have a, you know, like this isn't exact. I don't remember the, the percentage, but like 10% better chance of getting double ores or getting double kelp or 
or whatever. And so, um, Keith, did you? Did you? Did you, <laughs> you did not know you had skill points, Keith? <laughs> you I know when it leveled up and said like, plus <laughs> one skill point? You didn't think anything of it? I don't think I read that clearly. I, I, I would see that like I'd get a stamina bonus. I'd be like, cool, okay, I'm just going to focus on doing more of that thing. I never, ever, ever saw the skill point thing because I just <laughs> blew straight past it. And I could not tell you where to find where to do the skill points. I bet I could find it if I went looking now that I know it exists. But nope. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how much it would have changed. I. I. I don't think it would. It have changes been. actually quite a bit. Well, and no, they're and, pretty helpful. And 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 I'm not even saying. I just. I think I still am just so inefficient in my gameplay <clears throat> that I still probably wouldn't be like worlds better. But boy, I. I. I, I considering I. I figure over time I probably will still pick this up here and there. <clears throat> that will be very noteworthy for me. And I have another noob tip. Um, so in Stardew, if people see you going through the trash cans, they think that you're disgusting. I haven't had anybody react, and I do it in front of people all the time. But you can find, like, food. <laughs> digging through trash. Yeah, you can find food, stuff that needs to be donated. You find bugs? Um, yeah. Fish? Fish. Stuff that need like, um, whenever I find it, it's stuff that I haven't donated yet, which is really helpful. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the energy in this game, like, I feel like I'm never out of food that gives me energy. I'm gifted it. I get it in the mines. Yep. Um, I find it in trash cans. And I feel like it works better than what was in Stardew. So, like, when you use, like, the, the, um, the you know, maple stuff, the pine cones, and you the create seeds. those bars. That's the word. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I'm, it's going to come to me when I'm talking, but it didn't. <laughs> Um, so when you make the bars, I feel like it doesn't last like at all for energy, but even like the smallest thing, I think gives you enough energy that you can, you know, really get far. So it's all really helpful, but yeah, those trash cans and and, in worst case scenario, they give you trash, which then you can use to trash is actually valuable in this game. Yeah. Compost. You can do what's the, uh, scrap scrap. Yeah. So, I mean, there's always something good in there. Well, I pro tip digging trash. Well, I mean, that's also I was, for a real life tip. <laughs> I was kind of the same though, because I it wasn't until I don't know maybe day fifteen or so that I actually realized I could start getting useful stuff in the trash. I just figured, like, I don't know, I just figured I would get more trash. Um, so yeah, that that is a very good tip to know that you can get useful items in the trash in Coral Island and in real life. My mattress is from the trash. Just, Again, not. <laughs> this is the guy who should have gotten covid from sharing a yogurt with somebody who already started eating <laughs> a, a co-worker you're a disgusting human being and do not listen she to took Andrew's, one bite do not no you said she put the spoon Andrew's back in tips about going through the trash that is a terrible idea trash is well, trash. also there's a difference between like dumpster diving which i've never done but there are people that make a ton of money with it. Yeah. But there's a difference between that and going through personal trash, which you do in the game. Think about all the gross stuff that you throw away in the trash. It's true. I mean, Imagine if you have a kid with diapers, that. that's all that really you need to say. It's disgusting. Yeah. So, like, and I also think it it is like such an invasion of privacy. Imagine if you saw somebody rip open your bags in your trash outside and start going through it. That I would feel so gross. 
I, not not thinking like the person's gross, but like I would feel like it's like violating to think about someone like knowing that much about you. I, and uh, all honesty, I actually did have a bit of a dumpster diving age. I, I was like nine years old. We uh, had some friends that lived in like an apartment complex area. Like it was a big one. So they had multiple of the big green bin, multiple like uh, trash cans. And I mean, we were kids and I because we found like one thing once. And yeah, it was me and my brother and two of our friends. So it wasn't just me. Uh, yeah, I we actually went. And I remember we found like some toys and stuff like that. And we're like, Mom, look, we found some sweet stuff in the trash. Were you going through the bags though? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think we were pretty probably. like loosely going in the dumps. Andrew yeah. was grabbing snacks. Don't lie. <laughs> no. Don't lie. No. Grabbing snacks. No. But we did find a sweet couch that we actually took out in the woods. And that was like our hangout couch. Well, it's also, I mean, when it comes to dumpster diving, especially when it comes to like food and stuff or um, there's so many different things that get recalled. Yeah. And stuff so that it's like it's actually dangerous to do it for like essentials or something that you consume. But I think most people do it for like outside of malls. (laughs) Well, yeah, because if you go outside of business, like I've worked for like, like I remember when I worked at Lowe's, like we throw away like you throw away just perfectly good product, but it was just like, like I think they got credit, the store got credit for it, and the, like the company didn't want it, so you just throw it away. Like I know that stores throw fully functional, just fine products mm-hmm. that they can't have on their shelf anymore. As you said, there might be like a recall issue, and the factory doesn't want it, so they just say throw it away. Our show has officially become a danger. Andrew yeah, is encouraging <laughs> people to go through the dumpsters. Please don't listen to Andrew. This is not encouraged behavior by the Gap Grab Bag Podcast. Not we didn't forget our, our podcast name. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just concerned that people are going to be going through dumpsters in our name, courtesy of Andrew. <laughs> yeah. So the cops are arresting them. They'll mention us, and yeah, we're going to get in trouble here. Okay. Yeah, Stone actually dumpster dive. If if everyone tells a friend, including the, the arresting officer, when you're dumpster diving, um, you know what? Yeah, that's that's free advertisement, Keith. They can tell the cop about us, and there we go. Those are potential new listeners. They Gosh. they <laughs> we still haven't talked about music or graphics. We did. Andrew mentioned that the graphics were nice a little bit, but there's still a, a lot little. we could touch on. Um, but uh, for well, one quick thing on the gameplay. <laughs> So he talked a little bit about there the animals. There was a good transition. Because we haven't I wanted to ask you guys. You know, every one of these cozy games, all year, you get animals, but you never kill the animals. <laughs> you can sell them every once in a while, but it's just like, it's not a real farming game, I guess, unless you can actually like farm animals, right? Maybe everyone's vegan. Yeah. No, no, because people eat fish and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you could eat the fish; it's fine. I mean, you know, but they're all animal lovers because I mean, you adopt pets in this game. We forgot to mention pets. The pets. Okay, well, the pet, pet mechanic adoption. is pretty lame, but man, well, you, you got said an awesome you think your pet. dog is stuck in the house, Andrew. I know. I, I want to let him so out. There's so many glitches in this game. Oh, thank you for bringing that up too. There's, there's so much to talk about. <sighs> okay. I, yeah, forget my last question. Music, uh, music's so, fine. Graphics are fine. Well, let's just keep talking about gameplay. 
But also, no, I don't just want to butcher farm animals in the game. Is that what you're asking? It, it, you know, see, that was going to be my thing. You know, I, I, I like to roast you about, uh, you know, games and bad decisions. And I don't have any anything against eating animals and all of that. So I'm not even saying, like, it shouldn't do that for any moral purpose. But it is a little weird to me. When you're like, you know, I just wish I could kill the animals in my game. It's a weird well, like, thing to say. That's all I'm okay, saying. Okay. So where I'm coming from at this point, I've been playing some Baldur's Gate 3. Okay. And in Baldur's Gate 3, you can this do just about anything. Gate 3. I know. This but it spoiled me. Not but why Gate would you 3? give and love <laughs> and get hearts from animals it, and then... Because I don't think most people who butcher animals on their farm grow a relationship with their animals. And that's, that's not entirely okay, untrue, well, I don't think, either. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just like, I, I, it, to me, I just wish there was a bit more of a, you can play that way. You know, some people in the community may not like you for what you're doing, but it's just like, it'd be nice to have, I guess, options is what I'm saying. They don't like that you commit animal slaughter live in, in town center <laughs> as some I'm sort of saying. live sacrifice to the, the merfolk. They have a problem, I, but what's the... What you have? Are a you naming bit of the animals? Ritualistic like murder. You have something against that? <laughs> Grow up, Karen. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, at least in Stardew Valley, you could breed the animals and therefore sell off <laughs> the offspring. You can't even do that in this game, though. So do they breed? Not that I could see. Oh, okay. I, I, even when I upgraded my farms, <laughs> yeah, I don't, not, not not actually see them, but uh, not. <laughs> I didn't see an option to but you reproduce that. Sounded excited about talking about glitches. Yes. Oh, so okay. I feel like we've been talking so much good about this game, but we gotta go a little bit on the negative. So this game just recently hit the 1.0 patch. It was in early access for about a year. It hit Game Pass PC, and I tried a little bit in Game Pass PC, but I only played like a week. Because I was like, I'm gonna wait till this game vanishes, but I like what I see. But yeah, so it hit at 1.0 patch, and unfortunately there is a significant amount of bugs. So, and you'll see that on like the Microsoft store of people who give this game a bad review because they've already improved a good amount of them. There was one. I didn't want to start this game until they fixed it. But if you hit 10 donations to the museum, there was a cinematic that instantly crashed your game. No matter what, there was nothing you could do about it. So it's like that just makes the game really unplayable. From what I encountered for the bugs that are still there, uh, they're frustrating, but it didn't kill the game for me. Uh, I could at least warn people now. Hopefully when you play this, they'll fix it. Uh, I don't recommend doing the fall festival, the harvest festival. That will crash your game. It starts at 1900 as well. So it's like later in the day and it almost always crashed my game. There was, you can maybe, if you're quick, get through it. But I just say I, skip it until they fix it. It's been like that for a while because yeah. you played that like way before I did. And it it's still, and you you can't. Um, get your rewards and you can't get your crops back or it'll crash on you. So, um, but you get merit points for participating. Yeah. So you, you can still do like the different um, challenges and stuff and get yeah. the merit points. Yeah. But so that's frustrating. Besides that, I, there were the, uh, the bugs are kind of inconsistent. There would just be things that would crash the game. Uh, I never really quite knew what was doing it. It was always just inconsistent as what it would just, You'd be playing and then boop, game closes. I had a cutscene glitch. Oh, that's right. Oh, uh, the Winter Festival, there's another bug. It it doesn't crash your game, luckily, but there's a trivia game. And when you click on it, the dialogue box is just blank. 
You can't select anything. Nobody's saying anything. You can luckily exit it, so it's not a game-killing bug. But yeah, there's there's a good amount of bugs going on, but they're definitely in the process of fixing it up. So hopefully by the time you listen to this, maybe they might have a hot fix patch coming out soon. Andrew, but, I want to tell you, because you watched me play the Fall Festival, the first attempt that I did it before it crashed. I did so much better when you weren't watching me with the pumpkins. Oh, yeah. I want to talk to you. We didn't talk about the festivals. I love the festivals in this game. Any Anytime, the, every festival, like, every festival in this game was significant. In Stardew Valley, I felt like half of them were a throwaway. It was usually just like, oh... Like like the dancing flower festival. You go there and talk to the people and there's a cutscene of you dancing with somebody. And it was just like, okay, this is kind of pointless. The festivals in Coral Island are awesome. Everyone has a mini game, multiple mini games. They're usually pretty varied. They're pretty simple. But it just, it, they always felt worth my while to go to these festivals. I will say the Harvest Festival though. Like my my display was so much better than that <laughs> arrogant you know what. And he wins <laughs> no, no matter what. Why. What? I don't know what. what? Jerk. <laughs> and same with like the swimming one. I'm assuming you have to up your character's yep, stamina yep. um, and stuff. So no matter what, the first year you're not going to do very well. Yeah. But I did have you go to these festivals. Yes, Liz said you get these merit points, which you can spend to upgrade your character more. Uh, but easy way to re- improve relationships with people. You just talk to them. You don't even have to give them presents. If you just go up and keep mashing A and talking to everyone in the town... They like you. That's an easy way to gain hearts for the people. It's just going up to them and talk to them. I was, but yeah, I, I thought there should be some people that don't though. Like maybe there's someone who just that's that's not how they get to you. Maybe there's an errand they post and you do a thing for them. Or you might be maybe right. They need because there are some people. There are some people that get mad at you that tell you that basically tell you to go away. Mark, the one that Liz yeah. thought was a jerk. Yeah. He always calls you garden. He calls you garden rake, which that's not a thing. Is he subtly calling you a hoe? No, I think he's just making a joke or making the comment what do you because mean he's like a because he's like a warrior. Oh, in the game. And so yeah, he calls you a garden rake, but there's because no you're a farmer, rake. and so he just sees you as weak because you're not carry. You wouldn't carry a sword typically. You carry a rake. Yeah, but it's, it's mean, a weird insult. But, like, mind, but there's though, no rake so. in the game, is my thing that I'm saying. Yeah, I, was I, mean, th- I thought sure, you said there's no such thing as a garden rake. I was like, there's garden rakes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess sure, maybe, maybe he should call you something different. But otherwise, I don't think it's all that that weird that he calls you that. <laughs> but um, yeah. So quickly, graphics. Uh. In Coral Island, I really like. I think the art style in this game is great. Every character actually has a full, like, cardboard cutout character image. In Stardew Valley, it was always just a character's, like, face portrait. But in this, you actually fully see the character. Everyone's outfit changes on the season or whether it's a festival. I love that. Yeah, everyone actually has... Everyone looks very unique. As Liz pointed out, Sookie has stretch marks, which apparently a lot of people love. Uh, This game was a Kickstarter game. And when you upgrade the museum, there's under the basement, you know, if you were a Kickstarter, you have a statue and you could write something. And I actually saw some people say that I kickstarted this game because Sookie had stretch marks. It's like, okay, that's fairly a big selling point for people. But it is like a nice detail that they added. Like these characters feel like real kind of characters. You know, you have one character that's covered in tattoos. 
I say that's a weird, a, I guess like a weird reason to kickstart something, but it is it is a very <laughs> like unique and interesting detail, and I appreciate that they do that. So I I'll, I'll credit them for it, but that's that's a weird thing to kickstart it. I mean, I guess if you get yeah. the game too, then that's great. But yeah, the uh, like I said, there's a lot of customizations for your house for your character. Some of your clothes you can get for your character are goofy, like a chicken suit or a shark outfit, you know. But you could also have some really nice, cool looking ones. Yeah, graphically, I love this game. And when you go to the ocean, the ocean is really beautiful. Really nice color palette. All the merfolk look really cool. Yeah, I love the graphics. You're upset you can't romance them, but... I mean, yeah, well, <laughs> okay, yes and no. Once again, I just want more options. Let me romance a merfolk. <laughs> no comment. Um, I feel like you just want to get away from your spells for all. Be like, oh, I got to go on land. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, can I have a land spouse and a, a, a water spouse? That's not what I was getting at. Oh. But. <laughs> Gross. Again, no comment. No, no uh, comment. All right, what about music? Did you guys notice the soundtrack at all? Nope. Seriously, I like the music. I'm sure Do it you was fine. I just. I, yeah. Wow, I on, so I didn't notice it as much because like especially I feel like I kept the volume low because we, Piper fell asleep a couple times this week and so I was like oh she's napping and so I got to play um which I don't normally do she doesn't normally nap um she must find me very exhausting this week <laughs> I guess I do um but I also yeah I just didn't really pay attention to it the music is very good I actually I like the soundtrack it has a quite variety of it. Um, really just relaxing and calm. But once again, you don't have to listen to it. It's a cozy game. So if you know you want to listen to a podcast or anything else, there's no voice acting in the game. So yeah, you're you're free to turn the audio off if you want. But I actually thought the soundtrack was really good. And the <clears throat> achievements, if you like this style of game, I think that they're good. Because there are some that's like, oh, complete all of this, you know, which is going to take time. But if yeah. you like these games... And looking at ours, Andrew, you have a gamer score of 380 out of 1,000 with 19 out of 51. Keith, you have one achievement with a 20 gamer score. And I have 11 <laughs> achievements with 220 gamer score. I, I actually like the achievements. The achievements did a good job peppering in like a little bit. Uh, there was a meme reference. I don't know if you guys caught that one. No. Yeah, the it's one to get, uh, I think, 10, 10K gold and then to get 50K gold. So the first one's called um, It's Not Much. And the second one is, uh, but it's an honest living, which is a meme reference. I don't know if anyone's seen that of the farmer uh, who says yeah. it's not much, but it's an honest living. And it was a, a farmer meme. But yeah, I, I, I like that. I thought that was actually kind of funny. But yeah, the achievements, like they at least pepper in a good amount of just like, oh, get five hearts with one person, get five hearts with five people. So in Stardew, I remember most of it, most of the achievements were just getting all of the things. But yeah, this does have a good amount of get all the things. But yeah, but the fact that I got 380... And, and not that they're bad achievements, but our, I mean, the majority of the achievements are just that. There's nothing about like, oh, completing the fall festival or completing this festival no. and that. And none of it's really story driven. And that's yeah. where I, am, I, I haven't gotten there. And I'm sure there is sort of some ultimate ending. But ultimately, this is one of those you just play on forever. And I don't know. There's There's kind of a story to it. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't want to call which it Stardew, but <laughs> which Stardew kind of has like an ultimate ending as well a little bit. Uh, there's a way to roll credits, but you can still keep playing. So I do like 
because I know some people don't like that where it's just like, well, I'm just playing this to play it. But no, there does feel like there's an actual ending in Coral Island, but yeah, I haven't quite gotten there yet. I'm assuming where you kick out pufferfish out of the town because that's kind of what it's hinting at what you're trying to do. I keep thinking of different topics that we could talk about and I'm like, we've already been talking so much. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I thought of another pro tip. Um, the scythe. So, uh, Keith, I'm assuming you were harvesting your crops by just pressing A at everything? No, I was using my scythe. Oh, so you actually found that out. I did not realize that till later. Uh, I, I was thinking I was like in in summer. So it was like already like halfway through and I actually swung my scythe and I noticed that you can harvest your crops with the scythe. It will not damage ungrown crops, but it's an easy way. Instead of mashing A, you could just swing your sickle and just gather all the crops in the area. That I found to be so helpful. I feel like Stardew did that, didn't they? And that, no, that's... not earned. There's, I feel like there's got to have been a game that did it because I just tried it. Like I don't remember it telling me. I was just went, oh, I wonder if this works because I, I only had a handful of crops planted at one point, and so I figured worst case they died. Um, but yeah, I just <laughs> I gave it a shot and it didn't hurt anything and harvested a couple. So I don't remember Stardew having it. I'm not saying they didn't. I don't remember that, which is weird because I played so many hours. Yeah. But I remember loving when you could get those little huts and they would collect stuff for you. So, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I can't remember either. How do I not remember? I, 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 from what I remember, oops, sorry, I hit my mic. Uh, from what I remember is you used the scythe in Stardew for like the wheat. But because I remember you would click A and it says, no, the scythe is required. But in the, but I don't think you could do it on everything. But I don't, I don't Maybe remember not. either. But yeah, I, I, uh, all that to say is I kind of just found it not on, like on purpose, but yeah, just trying it out, basically. What about you, Liz? What, what was the other little things you were thinking of? Oh, well, with um, Stardew, you have like choices to make with the characters. And I don't remember if it affected your relationship, but it, it changed the cutscene, um, whichever way. Like, someone, like, oh, I remember in Stardew that um, the guy. You're trying to be nice by lying, and he like yells at you for it, huh? being a jerk. And this one, I saw a cutscene with you, and I was like, kind of agree with both of them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it didn't really seem to affect much. I don't. Sometimes I don't like decisions like that, <laughs> where it's like, who do you agree with? And I'm like, I like both of you. So you don't like dialogue choices. Uh, not, <laughs> not unless it's like you know obvious of what it should be. Yeah. Um. Because usually, like, if, if two people are arguing and they ask for, like, my opinion, I it, even if I, like, you know, kind of agree more with one, I still try to, like, you know, like, oh, you make a good point. I personally, or, like, be, or be Switzer Switzerland if I'm <laughs> not, like, you know. See, I think it would be cool if you could play as an evil farmer. But anyway, I think me. of, like, Children of the Corn when you say evil <laughs> farmer. I remember I cannot get over the name Malachi from that from that um that movie like, sorry for any listeners I, out there named malachi i think about the way that they they say malachi in it um whenever i hear hear it or read malachi i just hear children of the corn <laughs> uh but anyway i think we're gonna wrap it up here uh before we get into more of my stuff i want to give a shout out to a lot of our listeners we have been getting you know, a good amount of people have been reaching out to us and saying hi. And for whatever reason, this past like, couple of weeks, we've been getting a lot of international people reaching out to us. So I really want to give a quick shout out 
to Alejandro from Argentina, uh, Thomas from Hamburg, Germany, uh, Pickle. I don't know if that's your, I'm assuming that's not your actual name, but he gave us an iTunes review. Uh, and he's from Great Britain. Curtis from Australia. Always a big time fan from us. And then uh, Until Chaos from Canada. So, yeah, we've, whatever reason, I've been getting a lot of more internationalists. So, all you international listeners out there, thank you so much. Well, honestly, just all of our listeners. I always love getting, you know, like people reaching out and saying hi that they listen to us but i feel it's weird because like i want to know more about them but yeah. i don't want to like be like tell me about your personal life or I, it, yeah and it's always so weird like to me it still feels weird that people listen to us it still feels like yesterday where i'm like i got excited when we just had like one download a day yes. but now like looking at it it's like man like now we get five downloads a day yeah, now we're international. <laughs> and then you find out they're from a place that you're like, oh, man, I, you know, that place sounds so cool. And you want to. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's always it's always interesting. That, yeah, people all around the world listen to us. So thank you all so much. Uh, yeah. If you want to reach out to us, you know, make sure you leave us a review wherever you listen to us. Spotify, iTunes. Always greatly appreciate it. Helps us out. Uh, go to GamePassGrabBag.com. You'll see the links to all of our stuff. You know, our Discord. Come by. Say hi. Um I added some prizes to our Discord. Uh, if you are in our Discord and you talk and hang out with us, interact with us, your account will level up. And if you hit certain milestones, you can get some prizes. I thought it'd be kind of nice. It's like a free-to-play game. The best free-to-play games are the ones where you can earn the rewards just by participating. So I thought that'd be kind of a fun thing to do in our Discord. But uh, yeah, I've been your hardcore gamer, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird0952. Uh, come by, say hi. I always love hearing from you. Uh, Sorry, Keith. I feel like we kind of shut you out this episode. I think Me I interrupted Liz- Keith a lot too, and I feel bad. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> I just get excited. <laughs> this is I kind of I'm like I kind of expected on these types of episodes, and it's weird because there's episodes where I just and again I used I think like survival horror as a good example where I'm like I I barely made it through any bit of this game, and I kind of did with this, but just on an efficiency level, like I. Oh. I played a lot and did so little. Um, but it was a good pick. I liked it. We... Is this our first episode? But yes, it is. Of the new year, yeah. We didn't do scores. so I just thought of that. This I said, there's thinking, I was like, I just completely skipped the score segment. So I've been uh, Keith. This game is an 84. Start it off. <laughs> Okay. How many years? No. <laughs> Coral Island is awesome. Um, it's I'm, I'm terribly it. inefficient. I maybe even more inefficient than Andrew hosting this podcast. <laughs> but at the same, time. I token, really wanted to give those shout outs. It is it is a good time, and but I I think the biggest thing that I would I really I I think I made my best summary at the beginning of this podcast is that if you haven't played Stardew Valley already. Don't play Coral Island first, not because it's worse, but because Stardew Valley is, it's really just the staple of this game style in so many ways, and they just do it best, I think. Um, But if you've played Stardew Valley and you're looking for something else to do that is much like Stardew Valley, and you don't want to play Graveyard Keeper because that's a stupid game, then play (laughs) Coral Island. And it's an 84. Uh, I don't even so know I would, why I don't like Graveyard Keeper at this point. I just don't. I know. It's been <laughs> yeah, so many years. Sort of... And you pretend like the music isn't good too. Like I don't. Is that something I hated? Yeah, the music is so bad. Hate it. 
You're making me want to play it again so badly. It's I feel so like long. I should, but I'm afraid that I would like it. And I would say, and you lose the shtick. Uh, but anyway, I would actually kind of slightly disagree with you, Keith. Of I don't think you you can't go wrong with either of these. If you haven't played Stardew Valley or Coral Island, you could go. You can't go wrong with either of them. The I will say another thing I forgot that one thing that I think Stardew Valley does way better than Coral Island is that Core, uh, Stardew Valley has co-op. And I, I, once I started this game, I realized how much I missed co-op. Because that was the first thing I thought about. I was like, man, this would be sweet to play with Liz. But uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they're going to add it. Uh, they did used to have a roadmap in the main game where you could actually look at. Right now it's blank. You know, because they just hit the 1.0 patch. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's on their agenda to make this game co-op. But yeah, Stardew Valley has four-player co-op and it is really good. But um, yeah, is you, it, you is can't it go wrong with either of them. Sorry to interrupt. Is it not co-op? It is. It has, it has Stardew Valley is couch co-op and online. It's oh, both. I thought it was couch only. That's cool. No, it does both. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but with Coral Island, I had a ton of fun with this game. It's yes, it's a lot of copy of Stardew Valley, but you know, Stardew Valley, it took like three years to get to the point that it's at core Island, just like hit its first year. And it's already, uh, there's a lot of content here. But wasn't uh, Stardew also one person originally? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is like fair to point out because it did take so long. For yeah. It to... it, it's, it's not a knock against it, but it's just like, you know, gamers today, you know, we want, we want our things done and we want a lot of stuff and, you know, we're very needy and greedy. So for what's here in Coral Island, there's a lot to do. And as I said, there's a lot of things I can see are kind of blueprints to what maybe they're coming out with. For what is here, I had a lot, a lot of fun. I played a good amount of this on xCloud. As a typical cozy game, unfortunately, it only saves whenever you end the day. So if you're someone who has to drop it right away, it can kind of suck. You could end up losing your progress. But overall, it works very well on the xCloud. I had no issues with it. Um... Yeah, I love the characters, the graphics, the combat was a little weak. The pet is kind of lackluster. You have a lot of options for pets, including like an iguana, rabbits, you know, various different animals. It's awesome. They just don't do anything. They just sit in the house and you pet them and that's it. That's that's the end of that mechanic. So I'm sure they'll expand it. But uh, yeah, for me, this is a 90. This is easily 90. The bugs kind of stink, but... They're, they weren't that bad once they got at least rid of the museum bug that crashed the game. Um, but yeah, they're active, actively fixing it, so that's something that'll easily be fixed. But I thought you said you liked it more than Stardew. Why? What did I give Stardew? I don't know, but I thought it was more than a 90. I don't know. Oh, okay. Keith, <laughs> Keith, what was your score? I didn't do Stardew Valley with you. No, no, he did 84. Oh, 84. Oh, 84. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, I worded that terribly. Um... <laughs> So if I remember correctly, I thought I gave Stardew a 97 or 98. The the least would have been a 96. Um, but I, think, I thought it was 97 or 98. Um, so I think I'm going to give this game a 97. Um, because I don't want to give it more than Stardew. Uh, because I... I love this game, but I don't know if I'm going to be like the obsession is going to be the same. Um, I think it is. <laughs> but I also like. <laughs> I love your face. I think it is. <laughs> yeah, um, you just haven't had the time to be able to put into it like you did start. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, our next week's game better be good because, you know, I don't have a lot of video game time. 
Um, and but I mean, I also don't mind knocking in a point because of the mines, which I know like sounds like you know kind of nitpicky, but I mean, a point for it when it comes to like I it really did kind of take away the joy from the mining of stardew i mean the combat's nice the only thing that stinks is the enemies suck like they're just very boring but you have a dash you have a good variety of weapons i think the like the foundation's good for combat it's just at the moment the enemies are boring i just don't know how to rate it because i'm I'm really bummed i don't know what i gave stardew but i don't want to i mean i was tempted to rate a little bit higher too but for me just the bugs the combat i'm giving it like a, a pass with the the bugs because it is new. It, it, there is so much with the game. I can kind of see how it does, you know, crash a bit. It is frustrating with, like, when it crashes. If you, like, do geodes and stuff, you're going to get different results. And there was definitely a time that I was, like, the the day that I played last time was so much better. Um, but, yeah, so, I don't know. So, 97? I think, I think I want to stick with 97. Okay. All right, everyone. Well, since I already did a majority of my outro, uh, go to GameBassGrabAddict.com. Find all our links. Say hi to us. I'm Andrew. I'm out. Go ahead, Keith. Do your outro now. Okay, bye. What did you actually That was it? That's all you're doing? I, I said a lot already. This is so long. <laughs> did you, though? Because I feel like we didn't <laughs> let you say a lot. Well, that's true. It probably I, felt like you did. I said a lot intro or outro time oh, frame-ish yeah, that's true i've reeled this back in and took control of this podcast that andrew was just gone off the rails with <laughs> i've done enough yeah i'm liz noob gamer tech coming i'm dean and i'm on twitter and instagram at liz noob noob is ew all right everyone thank you all so much for joining us we love you all we'll see you again next week bye